Merry Christmas, everyone. So glad that you are here. Now, did anybody, when you woke up this morning, have to uh, search for something in your car to scrape off the, the windshield to get here? Not many. You know why? Because you slept in. All right, the rest of us that were here at the first service, we're doing that. And so I'm driving here, couldn't see out of the front of my car, and I'm rummaging around. What can I use? Found a pair of sunglasses. Apparently, they work well. So I scraped the front of my car off. Had a little bit of frost out there for us in this Christmas season. Well, glad that you've chosen to be here with us today on our Christmas service. My name is Trent, and I'm one of the pastors here at Epic. And I understand that today in our service here, we have some kids. Is that true? Do we have any kids here? You know, I heard you singing. I'm wondering, where did they all go? Yeah, Yeah, there you are, Lincoln. You're here. Thanks for shouting out, buddy. Glad that you're here. Are there any kids excited about Christmas? Yeah, Yeah. any kids excited about maybe? Yeah, some some big kids excited too, right? Any kids, big or small, excited about Christmas gifts? Yeah, woo, yeah. Christmas gifts are an amazing part of Christmas. It's something we can't get away from. And actually, that idea for Christmas gifts actually came from God. God was the very first giver of gifts. And he's given us all kinds of gifts, many gifts that we often take for granted, that we don't even see as a gift. God's given us things like life and love and friendship and family and relationships, and grace, and mercy, and this thing called salvation. God's given us all kinds of amazing gifts for us to experience all year long. Two weeks ago, we explored God's gift of peace. It's an amazing gift that God gives us, and he says, listen, I know this about you humans. You have a tendency to get stressed out pretty easily, and so I've got a gift for you. And I know that during the Christmas season, a time that I wanted to be a time of peace, you've kind of turned it into a time of chaos. And so I know that about you. And I've given you this gift of peace, that you can have my peace that passes all understanding. The world can't understand it. You won't even comprehend it, but you can have it. An amazing gift that you can experience this Christmas season. Then last week, we looked at God's gift of communication, amazing gift that God speaks to us. He wants a personal relationship with each and every one of us and demonstrates that by talking to us. Amazing gift. The creator of all things wants to talk to us on a daily basis, wants to communicate with us, wants us to know which direction he wants us to go in life. He wants to show us the best possible way to live our lives. An amazing gift that we can get in our relationship with God. Now today we're going to look at the gift of Jesus the greatest gift that we could ever be given. Now, as we begin today, I actually need an adult volunteer, someone brave enough to come up on the stage with me and help out in the service. Someone who is not here in the first service who knows what I'm about to do would be great. And I would love, it'd be great if, if we had like a new person, maybe you're new to Epic or this is like your very first Sunday and you'd be brave enough to come up on the stage with me. That'd be great. And also I would like it to be a lady if possible. We had a man come up in the first service, you know, just trying to, you know, be uh, fair. So I'd love to have a lady. Do we have any ladies kind of new here that would come on up? Ms. Sharis, come on up. 
Come on up, come on up. There's stairs right over here. Welcome, Sheriff, to the stage. All right, now I'm not going to make you do anything weird. I'm not going to make you sing or juggle or... Okay, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe I would ask you, please don't do that. Yeah. So thank you for coming up and uh, helping us out with the, the message. So uh, tell everybody your name. I'm Sheris McBride. This is Sheris McBride. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you Merry for coming. Now, I have a gift for you, and this is a gift that actually has some strings attached. So it's like one of those gifts, you know, those things that you really hate to get, but this is one of them, all right? Now, the two things that I have uh, for this gift, the two um, conditions that I have for you to receive this, number one is that you actually have to take it, all right? So that's just the first part. Doesn't seem that hard, you know, sounds a little bit strange, but I want you to actually take it, and I want you to open it up. Not now. Don't take it yet, okay? We've still got another thing to go over. I got to make sure you, you agree to this. So the first part is you got to take it, and you got to open it, and then you got to use it. Okay, I can do that. You got to use it in your life, okay? Now, the second part, there's actually two parts of this gift, and I want you to, to take one part for yourself, and the other part I want you to give away to someone. So just anybody that you feel like could use this gift during the Christmas season, you're just going to give it away to them. Okay. So are we good on those two things? You agree to do those two things for me? Great. Awesome. Anybody curious to know what's in here? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we could get all the kids up here to help Miss Sherris, but hold on. Don't do that. All right. So we're going to let Miss Sherris open this gift because this is hers. All right. So go ahead and open it for us and tell us what's inside. Yeah, yeah, I made it. I made it easy. No, it's not shampoo and conditioner. Somebody said that in the first service. Well, you would coming from me, you would think that's what I would get people. So, what do we have, Miss Sherris? Well, let's see. Oh my goodness, I have gift cards. I think. So you've got two gift cards. I think. Yeah. All right, fantastic. You have two fifty-dollar gift cards. So one for you and one to give away. And I'm sure that you are going to have a whole lot of new friends at the end of the service, okay? So thank you so much for coming up. Would you uh, thank Sherris for coming and helping with the service? You know, imagine that. You come to church and you get a a gift, an amazing thing. Now remember our agreement, Ms. Sherris. So one's for you, one you're going to give away. Now we're going to get back to that in just a moment, why I've done that. But let's transition to today's gift from God, the gift of Jesus. Matthew chapter 1 says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. She will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Oh, may God teach you the meaning of that name, Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, 
It is wisdom's mystery, God with us. Sages look at it and wonder. Angels desire to see it. The plumb line of reason cannot reach halfway into its depths. The eagle wings of science cannot fly so high, and the piercing eye of the vulture of research cannot see it. God with us. It is hell's terror. Satan trembles at the sound of it. His legions fly apace. The black-winged dragon of the pit quails before it. Let Satan come to you suddenly and do you but whisper the word, God with us, and back he falls, confounded and confused. Satan trembles when he hears that name. God with us. It is the laborer's strength. How could he preach the gospel? How could he bend his knees in prayer? How could the missionary go into foreign lands? How could the martyr stand at the stake? How could the confessor acknowledge his master? How could men labor if that one word were taken away? God with us is the sufferer's comfort is the balm of his woe, is the alleviation of his misery, is the sleep that God gives to his beloved, is the rest after exertion and toil. God with us is eternity's sonnet, is heaven's hallelujah, is the shout of the glorified, is the song of the redeemed, is the chorus of angels, and is the everlasting oratorio of the great orchestra of the sky. God with us. God with us. Emmanuel does not mean a God who is near us. Emmanuel does not mean God who checks in on us every once in a while. Emmanuel means God is with us. That name demonstrates the reality that God wants a personal relationship with each and every one of us. God is not distant. He's not too busy somewhere else around the world handling issues on the other side of the planet. God is here. Our greatest gift that we could ever receive is Emmanuel. God is with us. God is here. He's here today, right now, with us. Listen to John chapter 1. It says, In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. Then verse 14 says, So the Word became human and made his home among us. The amazing thing about Christmas is that the unimaginable has happened, that God himself has stepped out of the splendor of heaven, wrapped himself in the gift of a baby to be here with us. Jesus, 
God in the flesh, the creator of all things, the king of all kings, has become one of his creations, has become a little baby in order to be here with us. So no matter what you face this Christmas season or this upcoming year, no matter what lies ahead for you, God is with you. God is here to celebrate with you those those great, exciting moments. Jesus is here to help you, to console you in those very difficult moments. He's here to guide you when you and I tend to get lost. He's here to point us back on the right direction. God is here to be with us. Now, here's the thing about gifts. We don't have to take them. I know that's kind of a strange thing to think about, right? Especially kids. Can you imagine, you know, you've got a gift under the Christmas tree. It has your name on it. And imagine not taking it. I mean, that's hard for us to comprehend. If there's a gift under the tree, it's got my name. I'm opening it. But when it comes to gifts from God, there are many gifts that he gives us that never get opened, that remain under the tree year after year. God gives us this thing called peace, and far too many of us try to navigate the complexities of life without it. God gives us this thing called grace, and too many of us try to earn a relationship with God by doing a lot of good things. God gives us Jesus, and many people leave that gift unopened or underutilized. So what will you do with the gift of Jesus this Christmas season? Will you receive him or will you let him sit under the tree for another year? John 3.16, one of the most famous Bible verses, says this, God loved the world so much that he gave, he gave his one and only son so that everyone, that means everyone, Everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Romans 6.23 puts it this way. The free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a free gift. It's a free gift that God offers to us. Don't have to take it. Can take it if we want, but don't have to. God doesn't force it on anyone. Have you received the free gift of Jesus? Have you put your faith and trust in him as your Lord and Savior? If you've never done that, if you've never received the free gift of Jesus, this morning I'm going to guide you through a short prayer where you can receive the gift of Jesus. But before we get to that, I'm going to transition to communion. We're going to take communion together. And it may seem a little bit odd to celebrate the Lord's death when we're celebrating his birth, but the reality is that's why Jesus came. He came to die. His mission in life, his mission on planet Earth was to be born to die so that you and I could live. When it comes to communion, churches have many different ways for handling communion, but here at Epic, communion is open to anyone who's put their faith and trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So if you are a Christ follower, I not only invite you, but I encourage you to participate in communion, whether you call this your church home or not. We'd love to have you participate with us. For those with young children with them, It's up to you to decide whether your child has put their faith and trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If they have done that, you feel like they understand what that means, then I encourage you to have them participate in communion with you as well. And if you do not want to participate in communion today, no obligation to participate. 
Now, here's how we're going to take communion. We've got two tables up here at the front, close to the stage. And then at the back of these two main seating sections, we have two tables set up there as well. And in a moment, I'm going to read a passage out of the Bible, and then I'm going to pray. And when I finish praying, you're going to be free to get up from your seats and to move to one of these tables and take communion. When you come up to the table, you're going to see some bread, and you're going to see some cups of juice. And what I encourage you to do is come up and pick up one of the pieces of bread, pick up a cup of juice, and then just step to the side, pause for a moment, thank God for the gift of Emmanuel. Thank God for the gift of Jesus. And then go ahead and eat the bread and then drink the juice, and then you can go ahead and sit back down. There should be a trash can there for your cup to drop in if you'd like to do so. You can come up in any way that you want. You can come up by yourself. You can come up as a family. You can come up with friends. You can come up any way that you want to come up today as we take communion. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it says, On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this to remember me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Now, when you came in today, you should have received a little blue card like this, a little Christmas card. I ask you to grab that for just a moment and take a look at that. This is actually a little prayer card. And amazing thing about what Christianity teaches, about what the Bible teaches, is that it really is possible for you and I to receive Jesus, to receive that gift. And it really is possible for you and I to enter a relationship with the creator of all things. And as you look at this little card here, this is just a simple prayer. And you can receive the gift of Jesus by sincerely praying this prayer and then living this prayer out in your life. Now, there's nothing magical about the words on this page. There's nothing magical about this. What is important is the state of our heart. And maybe there'd be a few people here today who would say, you know what? I've heard about Jesus, I've heard about God, maybe I've even believed in God, but if I were really honest, I'd have to say I've never opened the gift of Jesus for myself. Maybe this is the day that you would want to do that. So I'm just going to guide us through this specific prayer, and while we're praying, if you want to be looking at this prayer, you can. Um, If you want to close your eyes, you can do that as well. But I'm going to pray this, and if you would like to receive Jesus this morning, I encourage you to pray this prayer after me, between you and God. So let's pray together. God, today I'm receiving the gift of Jesus for the first time in my life. Jesus, I believe you are Emmanuel, God with me. I believe you were born to die, so I can live. Today I receive you as my gift. Come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I commit myself to you. 
for the rest of my life and to eagerly share the gift of you with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Now you are free to get up from your seats and come and take communion here at the front or in the back. We just want to make sure everybody had time to celebrate communion. And I wanted to say to you, if today, if this morning was the morning that you opened Jesus for the very first time in your life, I want to say welcome to the family of God and congratulations to you. It's a decision that you will never regret for all of eternity. I encourage you to go to our website at theepicchurch.com. There's some resources there that can help you grow in this new relationship with the creator of all things. Um, theepicchurch.com, under our resources tab, just click that, and you can find some great resources that will help you grow there. And I hope that this is the first Christmas of many Christmases for you to open the gift of Jesus, the gift of Emmanuel, God who's with you. Now, if you have already received the gift of Jesus at some other point in your life, are you sharing him with others this Christmas season and this next year? Are you going to share him? Are you going to hold him to yourself? Just like this gift that we gave to share us this morning. The gift of Jesus was meant to be shared. It was not meant to be kept to ourselves. God gave us Jesus and said, listen, I want you to, to take Jesus He's going to be with you. He's going to guide you. He's going to walk with you. But I want you to share him. Don't hold on to him, but please share him with everybody in your world. So will you be the one this Christmas season that shares Jesus with somebody in your life? Maybe somebody at school or somebody at work or on an athletic team that you're a part of. Will you share Jesus with them? Maybe you know somebody in your world that's facing a very difficult challenge this Christmas season, will you be the one who walks up to them and says, listen, you don't have to go through this alone. Emmanuel is here. God is with you to walk you through whatever you're facing. Jesus is the greatest gift that we could ever receive and the greatest gift that we could ever give to anyone else. So my encouragement to all of us, if you have Jesus, Share him with someone else this Christmas season. I'm going to wrap us up in prayer, and then Brain is, is going to lead us out in a few Christmas choruses. So would you pray with me? God, I thank you so much for the amazing gift of Jesus, a gift that my brain cannot comprehend. Jesus, God in the flesh. Jesus, you stepped out of the splendor of heaven wrapped yourself in human skin and became a baby to be with us. And your mission here on earth, Jesus, was to show us the best possible way to live and then to die so that we can have life. So Lord, I thank you for that amazing gift. And Lord, I pray for those this morning who maybe have opened Jesus for the very first time, that they would just sit in awe of you the amazing gift giver. Lord, I pray that those of us who have already opened the gift of Jesus, that we would not keep him to ourselves, but we would be so in awe of that gift that we would want everybody around us to know about it. We'd want everybody around us to know that, hey, there's one more gift under the tree and it's got your name on it and it's from the creator of all things. 
So Lord, I pray that you would help us to go share the gift of Jesus with others this Christmas season. Merry Christmas, Jesus. Happy birthday. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome. My name is Chris. I am so happy that you've chosen to spend uh, today with us and enjoy our Christmas service. Today is a little bit different than normal. We have what we call a family-style service. So what that means is this. The children will actually be sitting in the main service with the adults. So moms and dads, here's what's going to happen. Your kids are going to squirm in their seats. Okay, They're going to make noise. They may even pick their nose. It's okay. It's a, it's a family service. You know That's just the way it is. Don't worry about shh. Don't worry. Try to distract Trent. Don't worry about it. He'll be fine. So normally, just so you know, though, for those of you that are new here, we usually have an amazing children's ministry that goes on in a couple rooms behind me over here. So I encourage you, after the new year, come back. Let your kids try it out. They'll have a blast. And if you're thinking about coming back, let me just go over what the next couple of weeks look like here at Epic. Next week, there will be no service. So if you show up, the doors will be locked. The lights will be off. We will not be here. I will be home spending time with my family, enjoying a week off. Those of you that uh, you know, come here regularly just understand, we are closed next week. But the following week, January 6th, we are opening the doors, business as usual, 9.15 and 11 o'clock services. Recap, no service next week, the week after, there is service. Okay, everybody got it? Got it. Four people got it. Okay, fantastic. Um, Anyway, January is actually going to bring some exciting things here at Epic. Number one, we're going to start taking our applications for our summer mission trips, which is really, really cool. We usually go on to do a couple different places, so that's a lot of fun. In addition, we're going to focus uh, a lot of our attention on God through a three-week fast, and as we get closer to that, we'll pour out some more information about what that's all about. And we're also going to be telling everybody how to get plugged into some of our small group environments. So I know it's a lot of information, uh, but I just want to get that all that out there to you. For those of you that call Epic home and desire to give back to God through Epic, there are two ways you can do that. We have some giving boxes that are set up at the end of each seating uh, row here or seating aisle. Uh, you can give in that box or you can go online to theepicchurch.com and click on our giving tab. So I just want to take time to say that from my family to your family, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. Uh, and I would like to get the service continued here with Trent and uh, celebrate the birth of Jesus. Thank you. <laughs>